American dream is not dead. Listen to Neil and Jeff share their leadership experiences through a new kind of leadership podcast. This is The American Hustle. I'm leveled up. And this is my world Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever, however you are joining us. This is The American Hustle, where we believe the American dream is not dead. That's right. It's not dead, folks. There's so many people talking about how they can't get by. And we're here to say that we just have to endure a little bit and and you will. Right. And so my name is Neil with the American Hustle, Simpson Family Jeeps, SFJ4x4.com. That's 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 a plug for another. <laughs> that's a, a plug for another day, if you will. And I am joined by the producer, the Italian stallion. I'm just waiting for it to see if there's any more. Jeff Shermani. Shermonte. <laughs> you are fired up this morning. I am fired up. I'm fired. I'm 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 fueled by hate and caffeine. Um in the most positive and, and loving way possible. Is there any other way? Well, you know, that's we're gonna be talking about that, I think, today. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Right? We're gonna be talking a little bit about that. And uh Yeah, our our topic for today is honestly it's emotional burnout. Um, you know, we're gonna talk, dive a little bit into that, talk about what it is. Uh, ways that we have experienced or overcome it and ways that we think could help you overcome it. Um, and then there's obviously, you know, take a moment, give us that five-star review, um, go in, give us a, re- uh, a like, subscribe, follow, whatever. Those things help us to keep Share going. Share with your friends. Share with your friends. Yeah, put it, post it up on on your social and let people know you're, you're representing the American hustle, right? And yeah. you're out there hustling like we are, you and, know? And then at, at the end of this episode, we always do a quote of the week. This week I have two quotes. Oh, oh, dose, dose, dose quotes. Where, where you're, you were feeling froggy apparently. I was. Yeah, I'm fired up. Uh, I'm mainly, I, th- I think I'm fired up because, well, first of all, we've had a couple hot topics um, in the last few weeks. So yeah. if this is your first time joining us, you know, first time listener. Um, you know, I suggest you definitely go back. Uh, well, first of all, you should listen to them all because we we kind of build off of them. You yes. know what I mean? Um, but but we've had a couple hot topics recently, and uh, I always look forward to it. I also think it's valuable because I know that the guys who are not involved in the production of this one are always listen to us, and oh, yeah. I think it helps set the tone for our work week when we start this way. Right? Oh, absolutely. Um, and so it's it's valuable to, you know, to be, to, to carry that enthusiasm through. And I think for me, I did a number of things over the weekend that helped put my emotional burnout in check. Yeah. Right. Because I've, I've certainly had my moments of feeling like straight hot garbage. uh, And I think that the value here is, as we talk through this, uh, that, our listeners uh, and followers, they understand it's okay to feel like that. Yeah. It's okay to get knocked down because in life you're going to get knocked down, but you have to get back up, right? right. You have to say, how, how am I going to stop feeling like hot garbage? And, and I came across a wonderful video this weekend, and I sent it to you that just represented that in a way that I've never seen before, where it literally had a guy trying to climb stairs, and he kept falling off hitting a trampoline, bouncing back up. Yes. He'd get a little further, fall off, bounce off the trampoline, climb back up yes. a little further. He made it to the top. He fell off, and he gr- just bounced until he was basically at nothing and brought it right back up and yes. came right back to the top. Yes. And I was like, what a, what a wonderful example. It, it is. And, and that one, 
has uh, circulated the internets. Uh, so if you are are interested, I, I don't I don't know what people would search necessarily to find that specifically, but I've certainly seen it on um, uh, like uh, Warren Buffett's page. Uh, I've seen it on Power of Positivity. Uh, obviously, it's still making its rounds, and it is worth the watch every single time it comes Absolutely. on. Absolutely, because it is. A great reminder, and it correlates exactly with what we're talking about here. You are going to have moments where you fall off the ladder, off the climb, uh, off the horse, what, however you conceptualize it in your brain. The value is you have to get back up. You have to keep moving forward. Yes. And, and oftentimes it's in little incremental steps because I think in that video, too, sometimes he falls off and he has to kind of start all over again. Or go down a couple or steps. Or go down a couple steps and yep. come back up. He doesn't go right back to where he was. Right. You know? Yeah, I, I, I get that. And I, I, like I said, as far as uh, my own weekend, uh, I did a little bit of everything. And um, I think it, it helped check some of this this burnout yeah um and uh, obviously right before we we went live uh you had started to talk about some of the stuff you were being exposed to yes. via the you know voyeur voyeuristic uh tendencies on the social webs yeah right and being able to be cognizant of what other people are going through right and and just to to put it out there for our listeners i i was the reason we didn't have an episode last week is i was out for a surgery on my neck yeah so i was laid up i wasn't able to do much but i was able to to scroll the interwebs and and see a lot of what's going on and i i was coming across an, an odd oddly high number of people saying they're having a tough time yes they're emotionally burnt out life is hard they don't know what to do this or that. I mean, every, there's just so much raw motion being put out there right now. Yeah, it does feel like an odd time. I mean, if you're if you're listening to this in in relative real time, um, and if you're listening to this in the future sometime, this is uh, kind of an end of summer. Yeah, we're about to transition uh, to the to the fall. Right? It's that it's that feeling of summer. The the promise of summer coming to a close. Yes. It was a very expensive inflation seemed to be uh burdensome for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh we're still reeling with systems that have not recovered from uh a global pandemic. Yep. And you know, a an odd the way that it was, I'm doing air quotes for folks who can't hear me or, or can't see or hear me. You can hear me. You can't see me. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes. Uh, the way that it was is no longer what we know anymore, right? Yep. There seems to be every around every corner seems to be a little bit new, a little bit of a, a rawness, to use that word, that raw emotion. Seems to be a little bit of a rawness. I, I myself have talked uh, about how the hospitality industry was broken yes. via the global pandemic, yeah. right? restaurant industry there's a lot of things that just haven't fully recovered yet and yet we keep spending money oh yeah right the society money is moving inflation is is real of a of a of a certain degree and and the promise of summer is subsiding oh yeah right so <clears throat> definitely some interesting things that people are, are are working through at the moment uh and and i like i said i i had some markers myself as far as uh about five months ago, six months ago is when I was really feeling like straight, just roadkill. Yeah. Emotional roadkill. Burnout. I, I didn't you feel had like no I had no juice left. I had no juice left. I had nothing in the tank. I couldn't give any more. And, and myself recently, um, I have interjected some promise 
back into my, you know, my trajectory, my moment, my emotional well-being, my bucket, if you will, uh, by just simply putting some chess pieces in play. Yep. Not even that they've been completed, right? I'm not at the top of that pyramid, that climb, um, but I've just put some chess pieces in play that have helped uh, alleviate the daily stressors, the idea that there might be some relief in the near future. Yeah. You know, and and maybe we'll talk a little bit about that as we as we unpack what we are, uh, our topic at hand, you know. So when we talk about that, when you just you, the emotional burnout, you have no juice left. You just you feel drained. You feel like the world is defeating you. Yes. The one of the things that I was taught early on in my career, and I know it's debated and I want to get your opinion on it, but is fake enthusiasm is always better than genuine depression. It's interesting. It's an interesting concept, and I, I, I really look forward to unpacking it, you yeah. know? Um, this idea that uh, is that is for you, is this the concept of uh, putting a smile on your face despite, despite yep. uh, you know, kind of the, the brooding crap show in the background? 100%. And it, it's often related to customer service um, because yes. if you come in depressed, you come in, you know— uh, with no emotional juice, and you just, yes. you're, uh, I'll just call it an emotional uh, vampire. You're yeah. sucking the life out of everybody. Yeah, you're a wasteland. You're not benefiting those around you. Right. So, to me, that fake enthusiasm, yes, it is fake, but the more that you put on that smile, the more that you try, mm -hmm. the quicker it's going to help pull you out of that funk. So... So, so this is a, this is a balancing act, right? And, yes. and, and so, you know, I, I have lived my life as a person who has previously done public speaking on life to the extreme. This, this, this was a comment or a, a talking point that I used years ago, life to the extreme. I find myself oftentimes trying to be that, uh, you know, that daredevil, tightrope walker who just is a, a fine balancing act. Oh, yeah. Right? That you can picture going from one skyscraper to another with their long pole. So my my genuine approach, right, is twofold. One is, um, so first and foremost, my building block is your attitude mm -hmm. dictates everything, right? So to your credit to what you're saying is when you try to put your sm that smile on your face and you do so using skills or tools of like, hey, I woke up this morning. Hey, I have running water. Um, you know, hey, I have sheets on my bed, right? When we take when we talk about little things that we take for granted. Yeah. You know, yeah, I didn't get my 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 toaster pastry that I wanted, but I did have a piece of bread to eat for breakfast. I had yeah. something. Right. Yeah. When when we do that, that's our attitude. That starts that dictates how our day is going to, to go first and foremost, right? So yeah. that is a, a little bit of our first building block of the day. Now my two roads diverge when I get to work, okay? Uh, those two roads, one is going to be how I present myself in a customer service manner. Yes. The other is going to be how I present myself in a leadership role. Yes. Okay. And so that leadership role, and that's going to be in your household as well as the, as, as a leader within your household. So if you have a spouse or kids or whatever, and how you're leading 
in your position, right. right? Within your household. So, so I, so we have the twofold, right? Because quite frankly, when you are dealing with customer service, the goal is to never be that emotional vampire. Right. Right. You, you know, you come in and you could be slow as all get out. You could be totally concerned about where the next paycheck is coming from. Correct. But you never let on. You say, we're doing good. We're keeping our head down. We're doing the best we can with what we've got. We're, we're working forward. You know, that kind of stuff in a customer service role. As a leader, I think the challenge is because that interaction with the customer is momentary. Right. Right. That's momentary. And so you're trying to set the tone for that conversation. And, and, and we'll talk a little bit about why that is here in a, in a hot second. Yes. As a leader, there's got to be a level of authenticity, right? Yeah. Because um, there's equally a lot of mantras. You, you can't pour from an empty glass or you can't pour from a, uh, you know, an empty bucket. You can't get milk from a dead cow. You right. know, and there's a number of these, you know, quips regarding being a leader who's emotionally burnt out. Um, because if you bring fake enthusiasm and you try to, you know, lie through your teeth, if you will, smile and lie, uh, the people around you will see through that because uh, they see you all the time. Absolutely. So I think that that's really the nature of fake enthusiasm. Mm hmm. I hundred percent. You gotta, you gotta say, Hey, things are good, right? We're not looking to blame somebody else when a customer comes in. Right. We're not making excuses. Um, we're, you don't have to lie and be like, Oh, we've never been better. See, I think that's the other problem is the pendulum can swing. I think we've all gone into that establishment, uh, where it just feels, uh, unauthentic. It feels disingenuine, yeah. right? You, you, you walk in and you, you, you're clearly hurting as an organization and they're telling you that, that this, everything's great. You look around, you're like, this place looks like a, you know, a dump. Yep. You're telling me this is, this is great. Like I, now as a customer, I've got mixed emotions, right? Yeah. So balancing act. Uh, always. And you know, as we, as we talk through this topic, being able to pull yourself out of that funk yes. in general is the most critical part of it. Uh, and, and with the social media posts, some of the things that I've, I was seeing was, you know, I don't understand how nobody else is struggling. Why, why is this going on like that? How come I have it so hard, but they don't? And I literally realized how much I've gone through in the last two years just off of that post alone. Sure. Because I replied back to them and I said, you know what? I'm one of those people that you see as doing well. Right. I'm one of those people. I took a, a week-long vacation to uh, Iowa and Northeast Iowa up in the, the mountainous areas of it. Really nice. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, with a camper that I built. Prior, I was going to say, prior to that, I mean, you know, if we were to set the stage, you got a decent vehicle, you tore down the vehicle or tore down the camper, you rebuilt it um, right. publicly. Publicly. You know, very you've, publicly. You've you've put on a, a number of uh, public or community based events. You obviously host a couple good podcasts. You have, uh, from the outside looking in, a, a, a successful career path at the moment. Correct. All of these things on the outskirts look great. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're just seeing that on, on social media, you're thinking I'm doing amazing. Yeah. 
in the last two years, we started off with my, my middle child, seven years old at this time, was six at the time, split his head open, had to have staples in his head. Sure. Then my wife fell down a flight of steps and was taken by ambulance to the hospital because she could not move. Sure. Then my son lost an eye yeah. in a freak accident, yeah. um, a nine-year-old. Yeah. And then I just had neck surgery. Yeah. And yet to the outside world, I look like I'm, I'm an amazing person. Right. You don't see the struggles that happen with that. And I, my response was, I had all of this happen that was good, but I also had all this happen that was bad. The difference is your outlook on life. Yeah. And I think what's, what's, what's interesting is uh, of the reasonably four specifically health and medical things, right? Because yeah. we're always like, the whole world can be on fire, but if we have good health, right? That's yeah. kind of usually our default mechanism. <laughs> right, and right? I didn't the have weight, that. <laughs> right? That's the weight as humans we put on on ourselves, and you guys are are, are 100% contrary, the opposite, yeah. you know? But what's fascinating is that most of that, for certainly people that are even, even just a skoosh, aware of you, um, and certainly to be on your social for the most part, most of that is also public knowledge, right? Well, Those health things that, that your family oh yeah. went through, most some of, of those struggles, most of that was actually public knowledge. We're not, you weren't hiding that from anybody. No. But it's the issue of our voyeuristic mentality as humans yep. to be a little self-loathing. And when we look out, the grass is greener over there, obviously. Uh, absolutely. And, and we focus on our negative but then we accentuate this other person's positive. Correct. And that's just the most mind-numbing concept that we, as humans, find ourselves trapped within. It is so easy to look at that polished-up package, that pretty gift wrapping of uh, somebody else and go, oh, they've got it so good over there. Yeah. Meanwhile... They're not hiding anything. You weren't hiding the neck surgery. Your, your oldest son, when the when he lost his eye, that was exceedingly public knowledge. Yeah. Um, the the issues with your middle child and your wife, uh, again, were enough that if somebody knew you, they knew that it was happening. I, and if they dug through Facebook, I guarantee there's posts about it. Sure. But sure. those got overlooked. They get overlooked. Right. Because Be because all they see is the positives that are happening, because that's what you want to see. Correct. You want to see the positives in people's lives. But you have to remember that just because you're struggling doesn't mean that they aren't, too. Well, and that's interesting to say they want to see the positives in people's lives. I, I don't I would almost and this is a little controversial. This is a little controversial. And I, and I understand that that might be the case. But here it is. I think sometimes we want to feel bad for ourselves. We want to find a reason why our moment sucks. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 that is a piece that I don't care if it's through religion, if it's through self-help, through personal development, through uh, community organizations, philanthropic pursuits, you know, so on and so forth. There are constant mantras through AA and NA and uh, religious dogma and uh, other social groups, you know, um, that want to, you know, get together and focus on personal development that are all about going, hey, you know what? Your your moment doesn't suck. Yeah. Right? It's actually okay. Or it's okay not to be okay. Right. Because I think we are all too often looking for 
why are we the victim of our current situation? Yeah. You know, and so we look in and we go, hey, it's it's better over there for some reason. It's not. It's the same as over here. Yep. It's just in this moment, they are they are winning. Maybe. 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 You know, or at least they've got on a on a, on a smiley face. Fake enthusiasm. Their fake enthusiasm has faked me out. Yeah. You know? Uh, so I, I think that's I, I, that's a little controversial to say that humans want to feel bad, but I, we we turn on the news, it's all negative. It's negative because it sells. I, the headlines are negative because people consume them. It's not only negative, but it's divisive. Yes. So if you if you just let yourself fall into that trap, oh yes. you're going to create hate and anger and feelings that really there's no reason for. Yes. Um, they're honestly, uh, my wife actually just sent it to me. There's a video from a Disturbed concert okay. that's circulating where the lead singer actually came off stage, went to the audience. There was a young child in the audience, mm-hmm. and he went and had a conversation with her and the parents. And then he stood up on the fence line, and he said to everybody, he goes, I don't care what your race, your color, your nationality, your religion, your politics. It doesn't matter. We're united here amongst this music Yep. We, for different reasons, but we're all united as one. Yep. Right now is a time to care about others and forget the politics, forget the, the sure. race wars and that kind of stuff. And I just like, you know, to be to be a national recognized artist like that and take the time to speak to your audience. Sure. Speaks volumes. Use your platform to, you know, to increase awareness of unity, right? Yes. In an attempt to unify. Because all too often we unify over negative things we hear a lot of people be like oh those last those few days right after 9-11 we were so united as a country oh we, unbelievably we were that right? was the most united that in our lifetime that in the US our has lifetime ever been. my understanding is is shortly after pearl harbor there was a similar feeling of unification yeah uh there were all of these you know moments in history unfortunately that we're unifying over uh, a level of negativity right yes. but that's the gravity of the situation and i do believe that we have the capacity as humans to unify over positive or wholesome experiences obviously you know with the disturbed concert they're trying to say hey let's unify now with this concert over the fact that the music and it feels good and the beat and the fact that we're all here and you know that this moment, we can agree on something. Yes. Right? Um, and the challenge for me is we had started to talk about, you know, divisive nature and uh, wanting to, you know, feel like victims or, or maybe look for, we see the positive to explain why we're, you know, why we're feeling the negative that we are. Uh, and I can't help but think about the, the 1990s Cowboys. And the fact that, <laughs> you know, they were Amer- America's team. Oh, absolutely. Right? America's team, 100%. And it's interesting because how many people then flipped to a to a deep-seated hatred of the Cowboys? Because they were so successful. Because they were so successful. Yep. And they, then they needed to pick them apart. Yep. Right? Because you can't. You can't just be that good, right? Okay, now we need to actually blame something. Now we need to find the loophole. Now we need to say this is why they're 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 
so good is because they're actually cheating or because they're, they're oh, doing you X, may, Y, and Z. You mean we're getting into the same conversation about Patriots. Uh, I went right to the Patriots. You knew exactly <laughs> where I was going, right? Because for whatever reason, as humans, we we celebrate this positive unification. And then all of a sudden, there's a like a little voice in the background of our head that's like, well, wait a second. I don't want to see you that successful. Right. You right. know? That's too good. That's too good. Which where's is, where's my where's my slice of that pie? Where's my slice? See, and that that without getting too far off a topic, right? For my own emotional discharge, my own emotional bank account, right? Because yes, I, I do want to expand upon some of my my own journey because I think it's valuable for our listeners to look and see how you get from you know this this person you're listening to on the podcast, what their experience has been, you know, yeah, the perception of their success. Um, but that was one of the hardest lessons that I had to learn was that when I was organically starting out, when I was a nobody, right? Because there was established businesses within our industry. Yeah. When I was a nobody, I had it, I felt an overwhelming support from other people encouraging my success. Yes. They wanted, they they offered things affordably to me. So if I was buying parts, oh, hey, you know what? I know you're just getting going. You know, let's just, you know, hey, this is actually worth $300. Well, I'm going to give it to you for 100 Yeah. Like, oh, hey, that's amazing, you know? Um, hey, you know what? I know that the registration was really, you know, it was actually shut off two weeks ago, but uh, you're getting going. Uh, we want you to, to be here. We want to support, you know, the community as they grow. Uh, we're going to get you registered uh, uh, at, and I'm gonna at the end here. Stop for just a second there. In those situations, what often happens is large companies that got their roots like that forget that that's how they got their roots. The difference is making those become long-term, lasting relationships. Sure. And building off of that and using them as a, a continued partnership through your life of your business. Well, and and, and that is valuable uh, as as part of the the storyline as far yes. as understanding your roots, where you came from as a business, you know, being able to give back and identify people where they're at. From my own experience, it was being treated this way, and then all of a sudden, as 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 years passed, um, I wasn't doing all that much better. I, sure, I was better than year one, but yeah. I wasn't. You know, at year three or year five, I wasn't doing great. I didn't take a paycheck for seven years. Yeah. Right? I mean, we weren't lighting the world on fire as a business. But who who knew that outside of the business? But who knew that outside of the business because of the fake enthusiasm? Yep. Right? Uh, and the fact that as I plowed back every penny into the business, the business, the curb appeal, as I like to call it, did appear good. Yes. Right? It appeared good. It appre appeared established. And then all of a sudden, that was the oddest thing. Somewhere around year five to year seven, it, people wanted a piece of the pie. Yep. I didn't have a lot of pie to go, right? Yep. I, I didn't have that much pie. I wasn't eating it myself. And all of a sudden, people were like, yeah, no, you're a business. So years ago, you know, this was 50 or 100 bucks, but you're going to pay full price. Oh, yeah. Hey, you didn't get registered in time. You can go pound salt and, you know, you, you're going to have to deal with it and, and we'll see you next year. Whatever it was, yeah. you know. Um, just an exceeding challenge that the bigger we've gotten, it appears 
the more that other people kind of want to ride the coattails of <laughs> of our success. Well, and you then know? and then you got to watch for those businesses or companies that are like, hey, remember when you started? We helped you out. Where's our what are you where's doing Where's our kickback? Right? Yeah. Where's 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 this for us? Yeah. You know, um, which which one hundred percent we have encountered, and and we've dealt with businesses who you know, are not happy with us because they're like, well, we were there when you were just getting going. We helped, you know, we helped build this. And, yep. um, at this point in time, we've, we've had to go, Hey, you know what? That's not the dynamic of our relationship. That's not healthy. We're not actually helping each other. Right. Um, you weren't helping me then. Now what I, now I understand this. We're not really helping each other now. You right. know, like that was actually contrary. You were taking from my bucket. I wasn't pouring, you and, know? And to me, that's, there's a, another part of the talking points that I have in here is eels. We'll okay. talk about eels. And it's eliminating emotional leeches. Yes. Yes. Um, to me, that is something that is extremely important to identify in your life as who are those people that, or maybe it's not people, who are those um, hobbies or sure whatever uh, your passion it, it, something it, is something is dragging you down it could be a system right and that's the big thing that sometimes there's it's very hard for us to put our finger on exactly what it is and yeah. so we we blame the easiest common denominator yeah you know we don't actually you know take time to look in the mirror and and identify how we're relating to bowling league yeah. and the fact that I, I really like bowling but when i go there i drink too much i eat too much i stay out too late i yeah. You know, I, 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 I'm, you know, maybe, maybe you're married or in a committed relationship, but when you're at the bowling league, you're, you're, you're flirting with everybody and anybody, Yeah. you know, those things that's self-identified, you, you know, and then all of a sudden you blame the bartender because you ate, drank and flirted too much. No, you, you're the one who's, you know, yeah. oh, you're, can't you're be bowling. I enjoy bowling. Your no. emotional leech is the activity of bowling. Right. Right. It's your behavior at bowling. Yes. Right. But. All too often as humans, we don't uh, we don't dive that deep. Correct. You know what I mean? Uh, and so then we end up blaming the bartender, and then the spouse blames bowling. Yep. Well, it's not bowling, right? And it's not the bartender's fault. Yep. Uh, it's it's our own satisfaction in the process. So, yeah. So you have to find your eel. You have to identify it. Yes. And then eliminate it. So and this as we as we unpack the eels and and some of this other stuff, it's valuable to to note. Um, you know, and I, I don't hide much of, of this. And my wife and I uh, spent some time in marriage counseling. I think I want to normalize that for everybody because ultimately it's a lot about communication yeah. and uh, identification, right? Identifying stressors, identifying eels, you know, so on and so forth. And one of those pieces is uh, that I learned uh, that we're talking about today in part is uh, your bucket, right? Yep. And so... You can kind of conceptualize your bucket or your glass. Uh, basically, you have a reservoir of some capacity. Your your juice. Your juice, right? Well, the juice for me is inside of it. Yep. Right. And so the the piece is that you 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 can you can think of the analogy dose ways, and either way is perfectly acceptable. Right? Okay. One is that the liquid, the juice, in the glass is positive, mm-hmm. right? So that it is, uh, so that as there are words of affirmation, both uh, socially or emotionally, you add, you pour into the glass. Right. So uh, it could be your spouse, it could be a coworker, it could be, 
uh, a recognition at work that you are uh, doing, you know, good service to your company or to your your you know philanthropy. And so you add to the glass, you add to the bucket, that juice goes in and fills it up. And then eventually, uh, when you are so satisfied, you are so affirmed in life, and your glass spills over, that means you're actually spilling over positivity into your surrounding, right? You can now pour into other glasses. So you are so emotionally, physically, mentally healthy, that now you're in a capacity to give that to other people. Yes. If your glass is empty, you cannot pour from an empty glass. Correct. Right? So that if you are not mentally, emotionally, socially balanced and and filled with something, you cannot pour into a glass. Right. If you are if your glass is half full or 3 quarters full and somebody comes in and they say a quip that is a little negative that 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 hurts your feelings a little bit. You've got enough juice in there, right? That you know what uh, they take a little bit of juice out. They 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 drank a little bit of that. They they scoop a little bit out. You're still okay. There's still some in there. Oh yeah, right. But the idea that if so, the the best state to be in is that your 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 glass or your bucket is full, and that you're able to give to others. Yes. The next best is that there is a sufficient quantity in there that has you prepared to embrace the day or to uh, to face those challenges, to face those bullies at work or school or whatever. Yep. Um, and and then the worst position to be in is that your glass or your bucket is empty. Yep. Because you can't pour from that empty reservoir. Correct. Right. And 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 that's. That's how I, you know, have have looked at it. Now you can you can do the contrary conversation and say that that's your capacity to to endure BS, right? Mm-hmm. So you only have so much before it spills over, and then you're at a break point, right? Because now my glass is full, my plate is full of activities and tasks and church obligations and community obligations, right. and now my vehicle's broken and blah 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 blah, and I'm I'm just I'm just filled up and I'm pissed and now I'm spilling over. Uh, I either analogy kind of works, but you have to you have to embrace it fully. Yeah. You know, I like to embrace the positivity is your juice. Yep. Um, and that again, that I want to be I want to be in a position where my reservoir is lean and mean, and I'm able to pour over into other people. And the benefit to that too is. If you look at it as that is something that you can drink. If you get thirsty, you're having an emotional issue, you you have your reservoir you can take a drink out of. Mm-hmm. It'll drain it a little bit. Sure. But you have it there. Sure. If that's empty and something else comes up, what do you do? Yes. Oh, and that's and that's where I was now. Again, completely normalizing things. That's where I was five, six months ago. Yeah. My, my reservoir was empty. There was entirely too much on the table. I... I, I, I owned too many tangible goods. Uh, obviously, you know, people who are familiar enough with us, we're building a house. We still own another house. We're staying in yet a third house. Uh, we've got, you know, vehicles in a collection, uh, the business, you know, there's all these things. Yeah. And those things, despite that fact that at that time we had reasonably good health and we had 
Uh, we did have a roof over our head and we finally had running water because we were staying in a uh, we were staying in a, a trans transitional situation. Man, you really start to appreciate running water when you don't have it. Oh, yeah. You know? um, so we, we had made all these moves to create normalcy back into our life as we set the stage for that next big push. Yep. Uh, my wife, my family, the business. But right at that moment, right as that all of that stuff was bearing down on me, man, I felt completely tapped, completely drained. Yeah. Do you know what made the difference? What's that? The people I work with. There you go. The people I work with. It was uh, this, this, this continued uh, group expectation, right? These little blips of bright light. And the resolution of my spouse, right? So this idea that we were in it together. Yeah. This camaraderie. Now, for me, that's almost a bit of a love language, right? So this idea of camaraderie or teamwork, that's very valuable to me. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'm going to agree 100%. I mean, that's a lot of the reason why I was able to progress through all the challenges in the last two years. Sure. Is because of the stability in my life with my wife and my children, the relationship. And and that goes back to a couple of our early podcasts where it's talking about surrounding yourself with good people. Yes. Right? Because I feel bad. I, I try to talk to my kids about the fact that right now somebody is waking up hungry. Um, they're waking up lonely. They're trying to get going for the day to figure out how they're going to face uh, their coworkers when they feel isolated. Yep. And... And when they go home at night, they're not going to have that support system mm -hmm. that then that authentic support system. Right. And then they go looking for it in the wrong places. Correct. And I, I try to leagues, the bowling leagues, that kind of stuff. And you just you're actually draining more of your own emotional. Yeah. Life. And folks, if you're at the dart league or the bowling league, we, we fully support that. Right? I was on both. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. It's about making the good behavior choices, the good social, emotional that is going to elevate you, that you're going to find uh, peace and stability Correct. in that experience and not not those falsehoods, not, not falling not using the it as a, Not using it as a, a tool to make yourself feel better in a negative sense. Correct. Correct. That tool to make yourself feel better in a negative sense. That's such a wild concept, but it's so real. Yes. Right? It's so real. It's this immediate gratification with a whole, backed by a whole bunch of negativity. Yep. Right. The glass just discharges fully, but you're looking at it going, it's just darts. It's yeah. just bowling. I love bowling. I, and it's important to know, folks, I don't bowl. I don't really like bowling. I go, <laughs> I'll go, you know what I mean? And it's like fishing. I just go to offer unhelpful commentary. That's why I'm there. Uh, I am there to, to hang out with the people and to be silly in that process. Yeah. But you know, you could be an individual being like, I love to bowl. Why is this? Why two, three days later do I feel so drained? Am I perseverating on an interaction? Is my significant other barking at me and upset? Why don't I have any money in my bank account? But the answer is because you went and ate and drank and gambled and bought rounds for everybody and did all this other kind of stuff. Yep. Don't. Don't on one, you know, wish in one hand and and go to the bathroom in the other and be like, oh, what's wrong? You oh know? yeah, no, they equal out in the end. Yep. And and the, the crux is not the act of bowling; it's the it's your behaviors while you're there. Correct. Right. And it's that self loathing thing that we have to kind of get over uh, in the process to building ourselves up. 
And then the other part of pulling yourself out of the funk that I think is extremely critical to touch on real quick because we're just at the end of it is what you mentioned earlier about attitude. Yes. Um, and I honestly, I'm going to use a quote from uh, the the Dark Knight Batman series okay. because it resonated with me at the time of that movie being released. And that was, it's always darkest before the dawn. Yes. And it, and I was, it, I'm, you know what? That's a very valuable one. I really was hoping it was going to be, I was born in the darkness. No. no okay. It, okay. It, it really is. It's, it, to me, it's a valuable one because life sometimes is challenging and it can get more challenging and another challenge pops up and then this happens and that happens. And you just feel like what worse could happen? Yes. Well, guess what? Just endure it. Endure it, because I promise you, eventually, if you endure it, you have a positive outlook, a positive attitude, you will get to the light. You yes. will get to the dawn. It, things will get better. I, I, I love it, and I, I want to just oversimplify your statement, and it is focus on the positive and endure. Yes. That's it. That's exactly it. That is, 100%. That is it, right? To not, you know, to... To intentionally oversimplify, it starts with your attitude, focus on the positive, and endure. Uh-huh. That That is, in, in my opinion, the, the, the ultimate key to personal, social, emotional, spiritual, whatever success. Focus on the positive and endure. All right. This it was a great conversation. Uh, I hope it gets some people fired up in the process. I think we're going to transition for the quote of the week. Yep. Uh, always my favorite part. We have dose quotes. Then hang in there. We're going to tell you how you can contact us, be part of that conversation, uh, be part of how this podcast moves forward in addressing all of these things that make us a better leader, a better spouse, a better uh, individual within our communities. All right. And this is my world now. A positive attitude can destroy every negative obstacle. <laughs> and that's Terry Mark. That's awesome. Yep. Um, and then the next one, and I'm going to apologize. I'm going to have you read the name maybe if you can pronounce it because I, I forgot to look up pronunciation and I don't want to butcher this. But for the quote, watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character because it becomes your destiny. And that's, um, wow. I think that's, uh, I was going to say, I know I'm definitely familiar. I, I know the name, but I couldn't tell you how the it's. old is a. See, Jeffrey, we, we did this. We're going to have to edit this out, man, here. Also, Rome. It's Romanized as Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu is what I'm seeing. Yep. Lao Tzu. Somebody out there is, is going to know better than us. I mean, it's, it's the founder of Taoism. Okay. Generally translated as the old master. Watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. That is, that is, that is, is, is fantastic. Um, it is the, 
uh, in my opinion, it is the extended version of focus on the positive and endure. 100%. And the idea that, um, you know, that if you are in a funk, you can pull yourself out of it by being mindful of the fact that uh, being, being honest with yourself, I'm in a funk. Yep. It will not last forever. This is temporary. Yes. And uh, it's darkest before dawn. And, and you know what? If you need to take that moment to go cry in a corner, take that moment, but make sure it's only a moment. Yep. yep. Don't go live in that corner crying. Do not let this moment define you. That is uh, such valuable information. What a fantastic conversation we've had today. Folks, we really want you to be part of our conversation. We encourage you to reach out to us uh, by emailing our producer, Jeff, directly, letting us know what your thoughts were about this topic. What other topics do you want to see in the future? We have a number of ways that you can access us. Again, one of them is emailing uh, Jeff at his email or hitting us up on our text-only number. So you can reach out. Get Jeff at J-E-F-F-C at S-F-J-4-X-4.com. Those are the numbers four. So it's J-E-F-F-C at S-F-J-4-by-4.com. Or you can reach us on our text-only number, 440-855-2100. Let us know how we're doing. Share this with your friends. If you think somebody would benefit from this conversation, send them the podcast check it out, uh, have them check it out, have them reach out to us, whatever it might be. This is organic. This is a conversation. This is about building community of people who believe the American dream isn't dead. And if you're struggling somewhere or you're having an issue or don't understand how to move forward through something, tell us about it. We'll, we'd be happy to talk you through some of the ways that we've done it. We've probably been there. So yes. understand you're not alone. All right, folks, this has been a gem We've got lots of work to do on our end. Get out there and get hungry. And stay hungry. The American dream is not dead. We want to help you along the way. With over 40 years of combined leadership experience, we want to help you succeed. Share your stories, ask us questions, and believe in the American dream. Through Heart and Hustle, we will show you the path of success and hopefully have a little fun along the way. You can email us at jeffc at sfj4x4.com or text us at 440-855-2100. Until next time, lead with your heart and keep hustling.